Thank you for tuning in to Crushing Kayfabe. Once again, my name is Jason Garish, and uh, today I'll be doing a solo show. Unfortunately, my co-host, Matt Reeves, is not available to uh, be here today, so uh, it's going to be just me. So it's probably going to be a pretty short show today. Originally, we had uh, had uh, planned to put in uh, our top five most underrated and overrated wrestlers of all time, and... Uh, We'll probably be doing that next week, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, my co-host was unavailable, so uh, so it's gonna be just me tonight. And uh, before we get too into the show, I'd like to give a shout out. Starting out with uh, Lucky Lady Candle Company, gentlemen. My the name of uh, Brandon Bennett owns that, and uh, he does soy candles. And you can find him on Etsy. In Facebook, once again, that's a Lucky Lady Candle Company. I've purchased uh, some of his products. Uh, I purchased, uh, I believe it was a, like a balsam fir type thing. It was a Christmas, Christmassy scenting thing. I wanted to, wanted people to think I actually could afford a uh, a real Christmas tree, so I purchased that. And also, I got a uh, fire starter from from him, which worked amazing. So I actually used that uh, not too long ago. Uh, prayers are going out to Jim Ross. Uh, skin cancer apparently had uh, some was is being treated for uh, melanoma. So definitely that was something that my father had had. So uh, my prayers are definitely going out to him and his family, and hopefully makes a swift recovery. Uh, prayers going out to Moxley. Um, if you saw AEW uh, Dynamite last week, you heard a great promo from. Sam Punk talking about Moxley. Uh, John Moxley is in an inpatient uh, rehabilitation program right now. And uh, thoughts and prayers go out to him and his wife, Renee. Hopefully uh, we'll be seeing him back on television very soon because uh, I applaud his, uh, his um, for lack of a better word, Moxie. I, I applaud his uh, bravery for going into uh, into inpatient, and that's, that's a great for, thing for him and uh, – He'll come out better for it, and uh, that took a lot of courage. So, uh, so prayers out to him, and hopefully he has a. Uh, I I almost said speed recovery, but uh, there really isn't a recovery for alcoholism. It's just uh, an ongoing thing that uh, a lot of people struggle with. I know I've been straight edge for about eighteen years now, and uh, looking, I never really had an issue, but uh, but looking back, it's something that I'm very glad I did and made that choice of, for a lifestyle because. Uh, Definitely, I feel a lot healthier and uh, got a little bit more bank in my uh, in my pocket because of it. So I'm not spending it on crazy amounts of alcohol. So, so yeah, definitely our prayers go out to John Moxley and, uh, and his beautiful wife and uh, and and child. And uh, prayers going out to uh, I'm probably gonna massacre this name, but Tina O'Tinter. Um, that is the the young woman that uh, that Henry Ruggs uh, killed in a car accident. Henry Ruggs was is a receiver was a receiver who's released uh from of the Las Vegas Raiders and uh really horrible circumstances there and uh definitely want to send prayers out to her and her her family I should say because uh that was a really 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 horrible uh thing that happened and I I am a Raiders fan so obviously it impacted me and impacted um impacted the team and uh it didn't surprise me that they had a bland performance against the Giants because uh, that's a lot to absorb everything that they've gone through this season. But uh, hopefully they'll be on the winning track soon again because uh, 
that was that was a very promising athlete that had looked like he was gonna have a long productive career ahead of him and uh and some stupid decisions really just ended that real quickly so unfortunately and someone lost their life and so did the dog the the woman's dog apparently was in the car too so she was the dog was uh was killed too unfortunately so prayers go out to them i i really um don't even have words to express for that it's a horrible horrible thing but uh like i said initially we had uh had planned to come out with our top five underrated and overrated for uh wrestlers of all time unfortunately i'm gonna hold off on that just because i'd like my co-host to be here to go and uh go through that because i think that would be much more entertaining i'd love to hear his ideas on that because i i'm very interested to see who he put on his list but uh i'm hoping we'll cover that next week if not we'll cover another great topic but uh obviously a big uh big news right now is the wwe releases i mean uh another proverbial bus flip occurred and uh some prominent very prominent names on that one of which was nia Jax, who uh kind of shocked me to start off with but uh it was something really personally i think it's been a long time coming because she has proven herself dangerous in the ring and i really and she's hurt so many people she made kind of made becky's career after smashing her face open then uh becky lynch came back uh back a lot stronger with a much better character because of it but uh never should have happened in the first place and uh it's really uh really waiting for her to severely hurt somebody in the ring she's she's had numerous people she's injured and uh that's one that i'm i i hate to see anybody lose their job but at the same time i hate to see anybody get injured on the job also so so there's one that I'm I'm actually kind of happy for. That's That was, uh, I think, a long time coming and probably should have happened a while ago. Um, but I'm glad to see that. Hopefully she... Um, I was really, to tell you the truth, I was really hoping that she would improve her in-ring, in-ring performance. And I was really hoping that um, she'd step up to play. But, uh, but once again, like I said, she just uh, continually hurt people out there and um and yeah the, it was just something that should have happened a while ago in my opinion so the some of the releases i'm not so happy with are well i shouldn't say not so happy with um two of the big ones uh or three of the big ones i should say uh carrying cross um scarlet Bordeaux, and uh, and keith lee were some that shocked me I mean, I'm a really big Carrying Cross fan, and um, a rumor is that they that they just decided to cut them because they weren't clicking with the crowd. But unfortunately, the gimmick that had worked with them they had eliminated pretty much. So the gimmick that was working in NXT that worked so great for them, they pretty much did away with. So. How they expected them then turn to to bring that success over into the main roster, I don't know. I mean, Creative really saddled Karrion Cross with some horrible booking in combination with uh, horrible gimmicks. 
when you look at the fact that in his debut he he jobbed out to Jeff Hardy and then turned started coming out with this silly looking gladiator outfit which uh which obviously didn't fit his character in the least. I mean, he had a great entrance, one of the best entrances I've ever seen in wrestling with uh, with Scarlett Bardo. And that's the thing, too, is they never should have broken those two apart, ever, because they had obviously great chemistry. You know, I don't know if they're married currently or, or fiancé are engaged, I should say, but uh, but the fact that they broke those two up really ruined the gimmick and, uh, and destroyed the entrance that, that Karrion had. Which uh, was getting over big time in NXT, and I don't don't understand why they didn't carry that over. I wonder if because it's a PG product, because it's a publicly traded company, they might have thought that the gimmick was a little too adult oriented. And um, I completely understand that, but uh, but why why sign them in the first place then, and why? Um, why go through all the trouble to try to develop them into something that is beyond me when you've just destroyed everything that worked for them in the past. And I would really like to see someone like that go to AEW and possibly feud with like a Malachi Black or or even a Cody Rhodes just uh, coming in. It seems like everybody feuds with Cody Rhodes when they first debut, but I think that would be a great thing to... uh, to add to AEW. The other one, like I mentioned before, is Keith Lee. There's uh, there's another one of my favorites that, once again, NXT was killing it, and uh, it seemed like they had absolutely no idea what to do with him when they brought him up to the main roster. And that's a shame, because I really think this guy is a big guy, and I really think that, um, that if given the time, you know, he's got... An, a ridiculous amount of charisma. I think he'd do extremely well in a main event scenario. I, I really do. I mean, the guy's huge. He's got he's got almost like Dusty Rhodes level charisma, and uh, and uh, would have done quite well. I think in the main roster. I think there's another guy that they had absolutely no idea what to do with creatively and. In those situations, I think you just got to accentuate their own personalities with like what they should have done with carrying cross and uh, continue to do so. I mean, Keith Lee, a little bit lesser extent, but but carrying cross was was very well proven on the indies and in impact and I believe Lucha Underground. So there's absolutely no reason to even bring him into NXT initially. Um, you know, it, there's a person that they could have brought right up to the main roster and began really booking to the moon, in my opinion. I, I don't see any reason why you have to. Maybe bring him into NXT briefly just to teach him the style that WWE wrestles, and that's about it. And then, then bring him up with the gimmick. I mean, it often makes me wonder if they're, like, you look at guys like that, are there, that have so much incredible potential, are there locker room issues are there personality issues i mean is it possible somebody was not getting along with scarlet bordeaux i mean um i really can't even say it's it's uh kind of baffles me but but yeah those are those are some releases that really stick out in my mind um i know ember moon was also released which that one i'm not really sure what why 
that was also that because that seemed like to me to be a to be like a uh, a really great pickup for them, uh, I, which I don't understand. So, I mean, I'm thinking is could be just that budgetary. They're looking, you know, into the future. They're they're looking forward, and they're trying to cut out what they think won't work at the moment. So that's my guess as to why they're making these moves. I mean, at this point. AEW's roster is going to be so full of XWWE guys at this point that it's uh it's going to be bloated. I mean, I I know Tony Khan can't sign all of these guys. I kind of hope he doesn't because as it is, their roster is huge at this point. There's a lot of people on that roster, so so going in and and uh, picking up all these WWE guys, I'm not sure that's something he can even do. Um. Because it wouldn't, they just don't have enough television time to, to um, develop storylines for all these people, you know. I, but I, there's just too much talent there. I don't want to see it go wasted. I mean, even if you end up seeing them in New Japan or uh, GCW or uh, or what MLW, even you know, one of those um, promotions, I. Uh, and at least for a little while, that I think that would be fine. Uh, and who's to say that the that WWE won't work in the future with these people? I mean, I don't. As far as I know, there is no bad blood between any of these signings. Um, but uh, but that's uh, yet to be seen. I mean, uh, so it'll be interesting. There's some really good, uh, really good talent there that um, I kind of. I'm kind of uh, sad to see go in some ways, but uh, but there you go. Um, then you, I mean, I'm really not going to go too deeply into the other other releases because it's kind of some of them are kind of self-explanatory. I really just didn't know what to do with these. Uh, I know, if I'm not mistaken, John Morrison's uh, either girlfriend or wife. I'm not sure, but uh, but. Uh, she was released in the process too, which is kind of kind of a weird one too, because she showed a lot of promise in other promotions. I know I watched her in Impact, and uh, and she looked like she had a well developed gimmick and uh, and a good wrestling style that that would have fit in well with WWE, but apparently it didn't. And once again, I think it's a situation where they just don't know where to put some of these people creatively, unfortunately. You know, but. Uh, but sad situation. I hate to see anybody lose their jobs, but uh, but hopefully they can do much much better somewhere else. You know, now that there are some viable alternatives to WWE, it would be great to see some of these people living up to their full potential. Because, like I said, I know you know WWE is a PG product, and uh, AEW is a, a fourteen and above uh, show. So someone like a Karrion Cross, I think, and. And Scarlett Bordeaux would fit in much more nicely, I think, into that, into that roster, or even the GCW, maybe. I think they'd uh, they'd prosper there because then they'd have the shackles of the whole PG rating, kind of uh, lifted from them, so they can uh, be much more creative. Because, like I said, the the entrance that Karrion Cross had in NXT was absolutely perfect and one of the best I've ever seen. You know, coming out with Scarlett Bardot to uh to um to the entrance music and and everything, it was absolutely perfect. It was great. So if we can 
get back to a situation like that, he'll he'll prosper. There's no doubt in my mind. You know, great wrestler, great look, great great talker. I don't see any reason why um Karrion Cross shouldn't prosper at this point. Now this is something that I kinda wish my co host was here to discuss with, but uh the news of ROH releasing all of their talent. Um that's that's an interesting one. I mean they had been kind of going and losing money for some time now, um, which ROH, to my understanding, hasn't folded. It's my understanding that they just basically are restructuring at this point, which is kind of weird because they have no talent now to restructure with. So uh, that's kind of a, an oddball one. Um, I'm not sure what Sinclair's uh, strategy is with ROH. I be really interested to see what they're going to do. Um, I mean, I know what I would like to see with Ring of Honor. I Personally, I would like to see Tony Khan purchase Ring of Honor. And not to continue the promotion at all. I say kill the promotion. It's done. It's over. But the one thing that AEW lacks right now is history. So instantly, if they purchase Ring of Honor, they get that back library of bouts that they can pull from and uh, put on a streaming service which they're trying to establish now they don't need they don't have any source of uh of a streaming service other than fight tv so if they can get their own streaming service start putting some of that back library on there that would be fantastic i think because once you acquire that now you've got video footage of AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe. I mean, the list just goes on and on of really successful wrestlers, really prominent wrestlers, legend, some legendary wrestlers. You know, you've got all the old matches from uh, from Brian Danielson right there in Ring of Honor, which had some tremendous matches. I mean, CM Punk had some insanely good matches with Samoa Joe. They're really entertaining. That. I'd like to see that all of that stuff for historical reasons and entertainment purposes. I would love to see all that stuff get preserved. So if uh, so if Tony Khan can can purchase that and add that to a uh, streaming service, I think that would be great. I mean, that would be a tremendous asset to AEW, I would think. I mean, so that's just my own personal opinion. I would love to see that happen. You know, um, that's just my own personal hopes and dreams right there <laughs> for AEW, at least. I think that because I think that would be very beneficial to them so that they can build up some kind of tape library so that when they do establish their streaming service, they have some material to draw from rather than just the AEW past uh, pay-per-views and uh, and events and uh, Dynamite and, uh, and Rampage. Now you add years and years of content with some very well established wrestlers uh and i think that would um that would help AEW out AEW out tremendously i mean that was kind of one of my hopes when AEW was founded i was kind of hoping they'd gobble up some of these other i know that sounds horrible because that's kind of the strategy that Vince McMahon took and maybe that's why Tony Khan has stayed away from that but uh but if 
a company is going under like ROH and is in serious jeopardy of losing out, please, you know, save them, save the history that they've had because there are some really super matches that that need to be preserved and I'd love to see uh, AEW end up with that rather than WWE because WWE has enough of their own back library. They have years and years and years of of footage to draw upon and uh and uh they have their share. So if if AEW wants to be competitive and wants to continue to build on the platform that they have, I really think that um that buying up some of the old tape libraries of certain promotions would, would be beneficial to them. You know, if they could even Oh man, I hate saying this, but even make some sort of arrangement with NWA to just put all that great history and uh, and um, tape library onto that streaming service as well. That would be great. I mean, uh, I initially was kind of hoping that they would purchase NWA, but uh, I don't think Billy Corrigan, current owner, would uh, would allow that to happen. But I. I would love to see like some NWA titles appearing on television again since uh the only way to watch NWA now is is through the Fight TV service. I mean um when they were playing shows on weekly on YouTube that was something that my wife enjoyed my wife and I enjoyed immensely, you know, so um having that removed and it was only an hour show so having that removed is uh has uh Eh, hasn't been fun, you know, so uh so that's something too I would love to see, but uh but I don't know if I wanna like I said, I don't wanna see another situation like like what Vince did back in the uh back in the eighties gobbling up territories. I don't wanna see Tony turn to uh into a similar scenario, you know, with AEW because then that just kills competition. But unfortunately AEW at this point is is kind of killing a lot of the independent promotions because a lot of the fans that were fans of some of these lesser promotions now that AEW has signed some of these guys even though um even though you're still able to see AEW guys on other shows and other promotions a lot of people are just tuning into AEW so it's kind of killed the uh the uh so where the attendance at some of the other events that don't have uh, some of the promotions that don't have television that don't don't have a weekly show it's kind of it's kind of harmed them in some ways so AEW has done probably done more damage to the independent scene than it has to WWE because WWE is going to continue to prosper and uh, despite whatever all the naysayers are saying WWE stock is still rising and they're still continuing to put out product, and they're making what five billion dollar deals with NBC. So I don't see N- WWE going anywhere in the near future. They're they're not gonna they're not gonna go anywhere. They're gonna continue to do their thing, gonna continue to uh, to prosper, and continue to uh, to put out a PG product because that's what their shareholders want. And that's what. Uh, that's what brings people in the doors with their families, with their kids. And kids talk to parents, and parents buy merchandise. So, you know, when you got that 
replica belts and you've got the uh, t-shirts and the uh, little dolls and action figures and whatnot. That, that's a huge chunk of change right there, and that's mostly based off the children. So I don't see them changing their product anytime soon. Like I said, they have shareholders answer. They have to. They have um, a standard to uphold, and I don't see them changing that anytime soon. If if Tony Khan is smart, he'll accentuate the, um, the things in AEW that are different than WWE and go that route. Rather than trying to be a WWE light, which I hope they don't take that strategy in the future. Because TNA kind of took that way, and uh, we all saw what happened there. You know, Impact is a shell of its former promotion, unfortunately. I mean, the show is almost unwatchable at this point, in my opinion. I... I don't enjoy watching a show at all. And they, there are some wrestlers on there I really enjoy. And that's why I said uh, at the last show, please, Bray Wyatt, don't go to Impact, please. Because then I'll have to watch that and sit through it. And I don't I don't see them doing anything with him that would uh, you know, further his career in, in a way. I just see that as a dead end, unfortunately. But, but yeah, th- that's the real big news that's that's kind of happened recently you know roh uh releasing their wrestlers and then on top of that the wwe bus flip you know brings us to uh where we are right now so uh i mean roh didn't have a whole lot of big names when they when they released that so i don't see most of those guys will go right back into the indie scene situation um I don't see a lot of them taking huge, uh, a huge hit because of ROH, you know. So, uh, so I don't think that's going to be a real big thing. But what happens to the tape library and the name, I think, is going to be really important thing to watch in the upcoming uh, upcoming future because that's uh, that could uh, that could turn the path of. Uh, of certain companies and that could really be a really be a game changer i think in my opinion because that's one thing like i said AEW is lacking is history so if you were to to purchase a tape library like that i think that would um that would help them out immensely um i mean about the only person on there i can see man i mean uh i know jay lethal was there which uh Thankfully, I got a chance to meet years ago. Real great guy, but I see his future almost as a uh, a trainer. I mean, I don't. He really doesn't have the size, and he's 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 older now. I don't see him signing with WWE. I mean, he was a great wrestler in his prime. He was a Ring of Honor champion, but uh, I don't see him fitting into the the wwe mold unfortunately but i i think what he where he would prosper would be as a trainer i mean i know he's trained some um some people coming up and um i know he he trained at one point aj lee and uh and that's where i can see him excelling somebody like him uh because i i really don't see him having a a future i don't know i i i hope i'm wrong i really do but uh I can't see him fitting into the WWE mold. I really can't. Um, unless it is 
like I said, as a booker, as a producer, or as a trainer. I mean, I think he'd excel in those areas, but as a wrestler, I really don't see much future potential growth for him. I think he's kind of on the downside of his career, unfortunately, and that has nothing to do... I, I found him, you know, thoroughly entertaining when he was with TNA. I really enjoyed his uh, his stuff, but he should have been brought up years and years ago. I don't think... um. I, unfortunately, I don't see a whole lot of future for him at this point out in the ring. Um, or maybe maybe his future might be on the mic. I don't know. I mean, he, he is very charismatic. He's really good. So maybe an announcer in the future. And maybe, um, I mean, there are possible. I just don't see it as a wrestler. I think that ship has unfortunately sailed as much as it pains me to say that. I mean, uh, I'm trying to bring up a list of wrestlers that were released from there. And um, not really coming up with uh, with anything here, but uh, I'm let me say um, this WWE unfortunately released, but uh, but yeah, I don't know where that I don't know who else really was on uh, was on the wrestler of any real impact. I know. If I'm not mistaken, I think Danhausen was on there too, and unfortunately, he's in he's recovering from a broken leg, a freak accident, unfortunately in Knoxville during a match. Uh, so he's got broken tibia, I believe, broken clean through, which which really sucks because I found him very very entertaining. He's he's gonna be out in recovery for quite some time, but uh, but yeah, there I don't know they really didn't have a whole lot of. Uh, talent signed at that point that um that's gonna make a significant dent and it's not like AEW can really gobble those guys up as far as the wrestlers there's not a whole lot of um not a whole lot of meat on that bone to pick off unfortunately um I mean, like I said, that that's been the real big talk has been the uh, Ring of Honor situation and the uh, the WWE releases, and that's huge. But but uh, aside from that, not a whole lot else to wrap up. I mean, uh, looking forward to uh, was it Full Gear coming up from uh, for AEW. Hopefully, that maybe we'll all have some predictions posted online about that. But uh. But that seems to be a real promising show. Real nice thing around here is uh, in uh, in Memphis. I know that Dave and Buster's there will show full gear. You can actually view it for free. And actually, uh, I know AEW is, is, has uh, plans to put it out to some theaters, too, which is going to be real cool. I know they did that in the past, but... Uh, but, yeah, that's going to be real interesting. I know that the... The uh, CM Punk and, uh, and Eddie Kingston feud I really like because I love both those guys and uh, that that's going to be great on the mic. I'm hoping they uh, they draw that out quite a bit. And uh, also the Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega I'm really looking forward to. Going to be a real good culmination of that feud, I think, because I think both those guys are going to put on a killer, you know, contribute to a killer match, I think. So, so that's going to be 
that's going to be real interesting coming down the pike, and that's going to be a whole lot of fun to watch. But, uh, but like I said, around here in these parts in Tennessee, uh, Memphis will. I know Memphis. They show that at the Dave Buster's. So, so uh, you don't have to pay the uh, was it fifty or sixty bucks for uh, for the pay per view, and that's coming up soon. That's coming up November thirteenth. Well, that's that's this uh, this Saturday. Wow. So. 8 p.m. Eastern time, but that should be a real good show. But uh, hey, like I said, unfortunately I haven't uh, had a whole el- a whole lot else prepared because of uh, unforeseen unforeseen. If I could actually speak today, sorry, um, unforeseen. You know, uh, situation with my co-host not being here, um, and uh, and uh, really, uh, we, like I said, we had prepared to do the five most underrated and most overrated list so uh so it's kind of kind of where we are as far as that goes but uh looking forward to uh next week's show hopefully we pull things together and uh it'll be a lot better show and uh but those are my comments and feelings on uh on some of the news that's that's uh happened lately i mean uh like i said i hate seeing anybody lose their job but um but unfortunately we we get this periodically from wwe and they end up resigning some of these people and some of these people go on to bigger better things so so i think they're just looking at the bottom line what can they do with creatively right at this moment what do they have that's not redundant you know they kind of look at where these wrestlers fit into the into the company and uh if there's another wrestler that's similar or has similar attributes they'll kind of uh look at that and go which one which one's going to save us a little bit of money by cutting it. So that's kind of a thing they do. But like I say, yeah, they, they periodically do this. It's not a big deal. I mean, it is unfortunately that people lost their jobs, but, uh, but I think they'll do okay. in other promotions or, um, or possibly even future in, in WWE, you know, but Hey, let's, uh, let's start wrapping things up. That's kind of the show for today. Like give a, a shout out to, uh, to then and now flea market downtown trenton go down there and uh purchase my cds you know and uh you can go purchase some handmade items from my wife really good stuff down there along with a whole lot of other vendors who uh have some great products down there also you know uh that's like i said check out jgear.com j-a-y-g-e-r-r.com there you there you can go and uh listen to some of my music and uh maybe even purchase some if you if you feel like it but uh but yeah check out crushing kfabe.com crushing with a k and uh check us out on follow us on twitter on facebook on instagram and uh you hear about our opinions on the latest news in wrestling and how our how our feelings are on that and uh hopefully enjoy the show and once again thank you very much god bless (laughs) 